Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle, episode 460, features a stepfather, watermelon helmets, catching conversations, sex sprays, and an interview with the lovely Alexa Payne. Warning, this show is only for adults who like sex. Does your dick hang low? Does it dangle to and fro? Can you tie it in a knot? Can you tie it in a bow? (laughs) Don't worry. Dick will be coming. Welcome to the Covert Nation. Here he is. Dick Jangle. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 460 of Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle. Welcome to the Pervert Nation. I am your host, Dick Dangle, and joining me for this fine episode is a fine man himself. He is the man, the myth, the legend, the admiral of the A-game, and the master of of his domain he is the long beard wearing guard and planting jet flying son of a gun he is the five step father bring in that going on there dangle not too much not too much how about yourself where did spring go dangle that's my question (laughs) Is this the the Four Seasons podcast? Because I'd like to talk about where season number two went. No kidding. <laughs> we went straight from winter to summer, and both I and my dog are miserable. <laughs> yeah, oh, very much. I feel that one in my heart. Oh, my goodness. And we really didn't have that bad of a winter. No, no. Winter was spring. Spring is now summer. Right. That just means summer is going to be the gates of hell. Yeah. (laughs) The surface of the sun (laughs) in western Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. It was like 40 to 50 degrees for about two weeks. And now we're going to have like a slight cool down, but it's in the 70s and 80s. Like, I I don't like this. I don't like it. No. It's just that there's just enough of a setback to be like, oh, maybe. And then you get punched in the gut again. Yes. Yes, and I, and there are all those people like, oh, it's so nice when it's warm, and I can lay out in the sun. Great, you can have that, but realize, us big men, we suffer. Well, there are places. They're called Florida and Texas <laughs> and Arizona and New Mexico. You're welcome to go to them. Yep, yep. <laughs> I choose here because I like the change. Yes. I like a little bit of heat, and whenever I've had too much of it, it cools down. Right. You can go to the other states and enjoy your lava. You know? We don't want that here. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's just been absolutely outrageous. But you know what? what are you going to do? What are you going to do? That's why they invented air conditioning. I guess. Yeah. And the thing that really stinks about it is... Typically in the spring, because the weather is getting better and it's not hot yet, I have the opportunity to expose my ginger skin 
to a little bit of sun before it gets too intense. Right. You can get a little bit of color. Not now, though. No, I am whiter than printer paper. It is <laughs> it is awful. And now that it's so hot, I have to go outside and wear a hoodie and wear a hat and wear long sweatpants. And it's horrible. It's horrible. Are you? I, I got to tell you, do you have a, do you have a, a Sam's Club membership there, Dangle? My sister does. So I can. OK. OK. They have, uh, you know, this is this is good pod for an adult themed podcast. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> they have fishing shirts there Ooh. that are long sleeve okay. or even um, like short sleeve. But they're like vented in the back and they're they're like a really nice, thin, breathable material. Even the long sleeve, like you could wear a long sleeve in the summer and it not be hot. You might want to look into this. Good to know. They're they're made they're they're fishing shirts because they're made for people who are like out on a boat fishing. Okay. So they're just standing in the sun, but that way they can cover their body and still keep cool. Mm, I like that. I will definitely look into that. But I can make this sexy because I mean you can wear it no pants. <laughs> exactly. I can Winnie Pooh it. Winnie exactly. Pooh. Donald Duck Winnie Pooh. Yes, exactly. Well, the problem with it is because I'm going to Exotica Chicago. I would have liked to have had a little bit of sun on my skin, but I don't want tan lines in my scene. I don't know. I don't know if that looks worse than regular people tan lines because I think it does because I just go from hyper white to bright red and then back (laughs) without at least a little bit of build in. I just hope you got good lighting guys, you know? Mm, yeah. Because, otherwise, you're putting off a lot of glare. Yeah, I throw off the white balance for sure. <laughs> or then, if it's if you if you've got the rock lobster look, it's even worse. Do 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 do. You definitely need a special filter on those LED ring lights to make sure that I don't look like a ghost. Right. Yeah. One hundred percent. Is that is that ghost dick? That is really weird. <laughs> that's a that's a great name for uh, a series. Ghost dick. Yeah. <laughs> is that a spinoff of what's? Is it just called Ghost or Ghosted on CBS? Uh, ghosts. Ghosts. Yeah. Yes, that'll be my version of it. <laughs> I just walk around and masturbate as a ghost in somebody's house. <laughs> Uh, that could actually be really entertaining i may have to put that one to paper i like it yeah so what has been going on in the fine stepfather household uh nothing absolutely nothing living day to day all right that i can't complain i like it i like it when it's drama free yes that i can agree with but there is always drama when it comes to dangling after dark with this episode not only do you get more stories between the stepfather and i an article or two but you get an interview with the lovely alexa Payne, and i will talk about that at the end of the first half of the show interviews in the second half you can't beat it so we're just gonna get right into it let's do it dangle let's do it Fine, Stepfather, when was the last time you caught a part of a conversation that you were not involved in that really made you want to be a part of the conversation? 
That's probably that's a good question, Dangle. That's a good question. I can't say that I have. I, I actually prefer to not get involved in the conversation, but hear the conversation because then I can make up what I don't know and make it worse. <laughs> that's an interesting technique. I like it. So, you know, you you hear what people are talking about and it sounds spicy, but you can definitely make it spicier in your head rather than being disappointed with the truth. That is actually brilliant. <laughs> I like that. I have to remember that for myself because usually I just get lost in my head with it. But it's never right. it's it's more of a well, why? You know, I kind of I, I want to dissect it, but I like your approach a lot better. Just make it up. Just it's make much it up. better. Yeah. Oh, just make it. Plus, then everything is sexual, right. even if it's not. Yeah. <laughs> I like that approach a lot. Well, with the conversation that I overheard, it was very sexual. <laughs> now, the stepfather knows this, but for the listeners, where I live, all of the homes are very close together. So at the very least, you get to see your neighbors, if not overhear your neighbors, pretty often. And with where my studio is, it's a little bit of a quieter area. So if someone's having a conversation outside of that window, it's a little bit easier to hear. Well, because the weather has been so nice, I had my window open to the Dangle Dome and... I am editing a show, and of course when I edit a show, I have earphones on, but I'm hearing this loud talking, and I'm like, what the heck is going on? Because I don't know if it is in my own house or outside, so I take the headphones off, and this is the conversation that I hear. I, I guess I should preface it with this. The two people that are talking are in their mid-20s. And they are boyfriend and girlfriend, and they live uh, a couple homes away from me. And their conversation is carrying, but it is becoming very heated. When it comes to this relationship, I question it. Because the gentleman, um, how can I put this, is not a terribly motivated young man. <laughs> but his girlfriend is. Like, she has her things in order. She's got her shit together. But this is what I hear when I take off the earphones. That's not going to happen. And that's from the guy. And she says, listen, I've watched videos where women have had a fist in their ass to their oh. elbow. You can do it. <laughs> hey -oh. Hey -oh. <clears throat> and it, <laughs> see now where you would have really taken this in a hyper graphic direction in your head mine was okay what is she trying to get him to do you know because he's young not like he would need it but sometimes uh, there are certain medical tests that you need to insert uh, cotton swabs or the like in to be sent off for testing. 
Does he have an issue he needs to see a doctor? Does she want him to get an STD test where you swab your butt? Or does she just want to ravage his asshole in anal play? I mean, she could just be looking to get fisted too, right? Well, she, I don't think she. it was about her. I think it was just about him. Well, right, 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 right. You know what? You may be right. Because when he said that's not going to happen, he may have meant, well, that's not going to happen to you. Right. Oh, see? Okay. Maybe he thinks he's got big hands. <laughs> oh, but it, it definitely wants me to get to know her better. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't know if you want to get in the middle of that relationship, Dagon. <laughs> If that's what's being heard on the street, what's happening behind oh. closed doors? <laughs> you make a, a persuasive argument, my friend. <laughs> I mean, it might be right up your alley, but, it'll, you know. It'll be up hers, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so difficult, me being Dick Dangle, to not have stepped outside and said, Hey, you, I kind of overheard a little bit of this. I gotta right. know. It's hard for me to not do that. You should have just stuck your head out, head out the window like uh, the knights from uh, Monty Python. <laughs> <laughs> just started taunting them. <laughs> oh, that would have been great. Or just been like, <laughs> "I'll fist you." Exactly. Yeah, just throw it out there. Come back, I'll fist you a second time. <laughs> 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 that is not a bad idea. <laughs> See, where where are you when I need you in the moment? Right. Damn it. <laughs> but you got to have one of those ridiculous uh, helmets on, too. <laughs> that will be... It's funny you say that. That's part of my next scene. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I have one on hand. Damn it. I should have put there it you all go. together. Uh, I was going to say, if you, if you didn't, uh, I did see an interesting video where somebody was making them out of watermelon. <laughs> Watermelon in the helmet. I mean, that would be even better. <laughs> Imagine being the person on the street thinking they're having a normal conversation about fisting somebody in the ass, and you stick your head out the window with a watermelon helmet on and explain to them what could happen. <laughs> and of course, that conversation just went really weird. Yeah, of course, I will be Donald ducking my attire. <laughs> you got your fishing shirt on and no pants. Watermelon, Watermelon helmet. I'll fist anybody. Who's so out here? Who's game for this? That's the uh, that's the name I've given my penis. What's that? Watermelon helmet. Water <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot to say in the moment, but it's worth it. So if you wouldn't mind to entertain the listeners of Pervert Nation, how would you use that in a sentence in the heat of the moment? Come get this watermelon helmet, bitch. Oh, okay. Just straight out. Like, like you, you'll be spitting seeds once, once I give right. you this watermelon helmet. Super smooth and juicy when you get to the inside. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, your hands and face will be sticky. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That is fantastic. <laughs> See, 
fine listeners. This is what it's all about. We may have started talking about hot weather <laughs> and fishing clothing, but we tie it all together and make it so graphic, and that's why you listen. Right. It's oh, the buildup. It, that's right. It's the payoff. You know, sometimes you got those storytelling comedians, and you're like, can they please get to the joke? You just got to wait. Once you get right. there, it is so worth it. Bask. That's right. Bask in the juice of my watermelon helmet, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> so when you're wrecked, do you tap it and make sure it sounds hollow so you know it's ready to go? Yeah, that's my move. That's my signature move on film. Mm. Before I stick it in, I give it a little boom, boom. That's right. Uh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the produce section, baby. Produce nation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes, this. I feel the need to make you a shirt. I really, really do. Oh, I did not see this conversation coming. Oh, I love the show so much. So, fine stuff, Father. Yes, sir. You are a man that can still use that watermelon helmet at a moment's notice. You are ready to make sweet love to the fine stepmother at any point. You are still... A virile man. Is this true? Thanks be to gods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I can say the same for myself. I am very lucky that things are still working as they should. But there are people that do have issues from time to time, and they need a little help to take care of things. And, of course, the popular ones are all of the different pills that you can take that make sure you achieve the watermelon helmet of your dreams and be able to sustain that for hours at a time. Well, now there is something new in development. Oh, yeah? This is from thesun.co.uk. New nasal spray treats erectile dysfunction in just five minutes. Is that cocaine? Yeah. <laughs> Thought that already existed. I think, I think I'm ready, baby. I think I'm ready. Let's go. Woo! Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do this. A nasal spray to treat erectile dysfunction is being trialed by scientists. It would work in as little as five minutes, giving it the edge over pills like Viagra, which take more than half an hour. The spray, named Spontan... I guess like spontaneity. That's actually a really okay. good name. Uses a drug called Vardenafil, which the NHS already prescribes in pill form to help men with their bedroom troubles. A quick puff into the nostril absorbs it into the bloodstream faster and means it can be used in moments before sex. Lee Rodney... <laughs> That sounds dirty. CEO of Australian Inventors LTR Pharma said, This is a truly innovative, fast-acting treatment which is on track to disrupt the established market. 
Current oral tablets such as Viagra can take up to an hour to take effect, and many men are dissatisfied with the results as they don't always work in the time desired. That has to be the most difficult thing with taking those pills because you do almost have to have everything planned fairly well because you don't want to take the pill too early, still be out to dinner because you're waiting for the check (laughs) and you look really excited to pay your bar tab. Right. Knocking glasses over everything (laughs) on your way out. (laughs) And or or you're showing too much and it's not impressive enough and the date leaves and then you're left mm. hat in hand, so uh, to speak. Th- that is very true. And you don't <laughs> want to wait too long and the moment is lost. Right. So that, that does make a lot of sense. Early trials found it gets men ready for action within just five to 15 minutes by increasing blood flow. Millions of men in the UK suffer erectile dysfunction around half of over 40s, and it can be triggered by aging, alcohol, stress, and high blood pressure. This is really, really interesting to me. And I think using this would definitely make moments be a little bit more spontaneous. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Although... When you roll over to the bedside table and start snorting something, they might think something's up. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, I just have the allergies. Side of, side of yeah. <laughs> it's just some Afrin. It's the pollen, baby. <laughs> hey, look at that. <laughs> I hope that this works because anything that helps men feel better about themselves and be able to be a little bit more in control of the moment, I think definitely helps. But truly, if you can take better care of yourself, because as they say, alcohol, stress, high blood pressure, all reasons to have erectile dysfunction. If you're able to take care of those things, try to do that first. Right. And then you could move to the, the sniff and the screw. As I am going to do. Is that a it. Disney movie? Yeah. <laughs> Disney presents the sniff and the screw. <laughs> it's almost like a Dr. Seuss book. Right. <laughs> <laughs> snorting for him, snorting for you. Welcome me here to the sniff and the screw. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my. Yeah. I don't know where this went. But let's hope for the gentlemen out there that need it that this comes to fruition and works as prescribed. Now, fine stuff, Father. Because you are the man that you are, the man, the myth, the legend, you don't have to exaggerate who you are to show that you are a big man. And that's very alpha. Some kind of fat joke? No. (laughs) (laughs) No. <laughs> I had what a, you trying to say, Daniel? <laughs> I had a great fat joke in the last episode about myself. Oh my goodness, go back and listen. Well then. Oh, not you, but to pervert nation, not to you. I, I would never demand that you listen because you are so alpha. I don't have to demand. But you are the type of man that you are comfortable within yourself. You know your strengths and your abilities. So you don't have to inflate 
your qualities to boost your ego. Right. And I feel the same way about myself, but there are people out there that do it, and it's getting a bit out of hand. Uh Uh-oh. This article comes from the NewYorkPost.com. Men exaggerate their penis size more than you think, a study. I know I am really breaking ground by bringing this to the show. (laughs) What? You don't say. (laughs) I've never heard of such a thing. It's brand new to 2023. And, uh... Yeah, so I, I'm sure I'm going to lay a lot of pioneering groundwork by bringing this, but here we go. The only thing getting bigger is their nose. Yeah, that fell flat for me too, stupid yeah. Pinocchio joke. Right. Men's penises might be growing, according to some research, but that trend apparently hasn't stopped us from lying about it anyway. Scientists in Denmark have discovered that the average male exaggerates the length of their manhood, adding about a fifth of their actual length to the claim. If you're going to exaggerate, exaggerate a fifth. Is that even measurable? (laughs) (laughs) And also attaches several centimeters to their height. The researchers set out to investigate whether the average man would overestimate certain bodily markers linked to masculinity and to what extent, authors wrote in a new study published recently in the journal Frontiers in Psychology. The Danish scientist asked 200 men ages 18 to 35 to self-report on physical attributes classically linked to manly men, such as their height, weight, penis size, and other factors. They then cross-referenced their responses with the national averages in each category. After tallying the tallywhackers... Scientists found that participants on average claim they swung 7.1 inches, 21% larger than the mean Danish penis length of 5.85 inches. That's really dramatic. This is it's all to me always seemed to be the worst thing to do. Because if you don't live up to what you speak of, then you're always going to be a disappointment you're better to undersell yourself or not sell yourself at all yeah i can agree with that and it makes no sense to me in any facet because to exaggerate your height like people know how tall they are you know (laughs) so right like Like, as soon as you get out of the car or come out of the building like i'm gonna see who you are yeah you're not six seven right no i'm only five eleven like Really? That's an odd one. But I agree with you when it comes to the penis as well. It's like, why would you tell somebody that you're swinging seven when you're not? Because you are going to disappoint them. And to some uneducated men out there, they may say, well, at that point, you're going to have sex anyway, so you're still going to win. But is that a win? I guess if you don't want a second go around, then go ahead and do it. I think the only time that you should be boastful about it uh, is if you're going to kill somebody with it (laughs) because they need to know what they're getting into. (laughs) So at that point, like, I don't think it's bad to be honest (laughs) or to oversell it uh, because it is what it is. 
but if you, I mean, if you're unfurling a hammer, somebody definitely needs to know that so that, you know, <laughs> that is very true. And it's actually part of this article, which is why some people are exaggerating, but it definitely plays to your point. Interestingly, bigger isn't necessarily better when it comes to success in the sack. A 2022 survey of women found that eight inches is the optimal size to make a woman orgasm while climax inducing capabilities drop off dramatically in anything bigger than nine inches. This is why men lie. (laughs) We lie so that you know that you're not going to have any fun because it's just going to be uncomfortable. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But I think I do need to undersell. Gotcha. Yeah, I think I need, like, listen, you know, I may have a watermelon helmet, but the suit of armor is short in stature. Right. More like a mushroom. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Interestingly, money seemed to factor into these phallic fabrications. Respondents were paid either $5 or $22 for their participation. Researchers found that those paid more money inflated numbers less. Huh. Right. I thought the same thing. The study also revealed that men on average add several centimeters to their height and subtract several pounds to their weight. But yeah, I would think if you're just getting paid and it's anonymous, you can just lie. Like, what would it matter? Right. Now, this is not to say, fine stepfather, that people didn't go over the top. Maybe they saw an opportunity to be entertaining with their responses to this study. (laughs) The results of the study excluded participants who outright lied about the dimensions of their penis, including several who insisted that their organs exceeded 13 inches while erect as big as a world record held by New York actor Jonna Falcon? I, I didn't know that. <laughs> Meanwhile, one penile Pinocchio even claimed that their member was 50 times larger than the penis of an adult elephant. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a bit much. Don't know if that's real. Uh, he, he may be fibbing. However... The crown jewel of the phallic fibs concerned a respondent who said their willy extended for half a mile. (laughs) In case you're wondering, that is 2,640 feet or 31,680 inches. God bless him. God bless. How did he even walk into the building to take the study? He's a grower, not a shore. Uh (laughs) <laughs> he is literally all grower. So he, wow. He's just walking around with a pack of bubble tape. Yeah. <laughs> or a tape measure. <laughs> and whenever he, whenever he finishes, he gets that weird <laughs> at the end and sucks back up. He's got to be careful that it doesn't slap his leg or cut him open. Yeah, it looks like one of those hoses that once the water's drained, it just completely collapses. <laughs> <laughs> Grape raisin. Grape raisin. 
Uh, well, I do appreciate the comedy of this. Yeah, you could see why they would have to take it out of this important and groundbreaking study. Very important study. That men lie about their penis length. <laughs> I'm glad that was funded. And you know it was government funded. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah, absolutely. Those are the things that matter. Yes. <laughs> I wish women had lies that they can make like that. I'm sure there are women that exaggerate their breast size, but they don't have that part of their anatomy that they can really brag about. And I wish they did. I mean, have you seen, uh, what the hell was the name of that movie? I just had it in my head and then I lost it. I'm going to get you, sucker. Was that, that's what it was. Okay. When he picks up the, uh, the chick in the bar and he goes back to the hotel. And he's like, I got to be honest with you. And I forget what he tells her. And she's like, oh, now that we're being honest. And she pulls off her hair. And she pulls off, takes her shirt off, pulls off her breast, pulls off a leg. <laughs> that, that's funny. That's just good comedy right there. Exactly. Folks, if this incredibly groundbreaking article has taught us anything, don't lie about yourself. Be comfortable, be honest, be strong with yourself. And just like, honey, this is what I have. I hope you enjoy it. But if not, that's okay too. Because sooner or later, you are going to find somebody that enjoys who you are and what you have. And then it'll all work out. Just don't give up on the search and don't lie about your ding dong. <laughs> that's my new favorite don't phrase. lie about your ding dong is ding dong i used it okay. for a long time i mean probably a decade i love the word wiener now right. it's ding dong all right all right <laughs> I, <laughs> it makes you happy <laughs> i am an adolescent i really am that's why at your age you can also get it up without needing nasal spray that is true because, you know, ding dong excites my ding I won't say ding dong excites me. That that might come off a little bit. <laughs> oh, dangle. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's, dangle's it's been the right podcast. Right. I've been single a long time, Stefan. <laughs> <laughs> stiff breeze at this point. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's why I can't Donald Duck it in my fishing shirt because, oh. It's too exciting. Way too exciting. Oh, my goodness. Stepfather, I think it's time that I talk about my interview with Alexa Payne. So thank you very much to the Honey House PR for the opportunity to interview Alexa. She was very sweet, and we had a very fun conversation. We talk a little bit about everything because she hasn't been in the industry all that long. So we were able to touch on a bunch of different things, especially her being at the AVN convention in Las Vegas in January. But she is someone that has the talent and the drive and the growing popularity that comes with someone who's going to be a really big star in this industry. So I wish her nothing but the best because you can definitely see it coming down the road. But I don't want to take too much away from the interview. So you're just going to have to listen to it. So thank you to her for being on the show and the Honey House for bringing her to me. And thank you, fine stepfather, for being on this show no, thank you, sir. Thank oh. you. Oh, my goodness. The listeners love you. I love you. 
the world loves you and needs more of you, fine stepfather. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think I think I'm better being in short supply. That way, I'm in high demand. I like it. You're coming to the show limited edition. Exactly. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, I think I, I may be doing this wrong then. Should should I do put like, yourself out there way too much? Way Dangle. too much. Maybe uh, put out like one show a month. There you go. Uh, or like half shows. Just stop the mid show. <laughs> mid mid punchline. That is then, not a bad idea. <laughs> be like like at the end of the episode. Keep calm and right, to hear the exactly. rest of this episode, go to his Patreon. <laughs> It's Tune in on Thursday for right. part two of this episode, <laughs> but just stop them at random spots. You are a brilliant businessman. <laughs> Holy smokes. So, fine, listeners, please enjoy my interview with Alexa Payne. Thank you, one and all, for listening to this episode. Please take care of yourself and the people around you. Pay for your porn and support amazing content creators like Alexa Payne and all of the people that you have heard interviewed and guest host on this show. Find something that feeds your soul and do it as often as you possibly can. Can. (laughs) And of course. Keep calm and dangle on. I knew I was going to stumble over that. I was talking way too fast. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Mm, Don't worry. Dick would be coming back. Mm, he's recovered and ready to go again. Welcome back to the pervert nation. Here he is, Dick Jangle. My guest is a stunning performer that is looking to leave her sensuous mark on the adult industry. She has worked for MILF.com, Bang Bros, Reality Kings, Naughty America, Lethal Hardcore, and more, while also making killer content for her own subscription and clip sites. And as she adds enjoyable tools to her toolbox, fans and viewers alike will be waiting for award nominations and wins to start rolling in. Please welcome the captivating Alexa Payne. How are you doing today? I'm great. And yourself? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Before we go off on our conversation, could you please tell everybody where they can find you online and on social media? Sure. Um, so Twitter is uh, where I'm most active, and my username is Alexa Payne with two X's. It is an absolute pleasure to speak with you. Uh, you have been crazy busy for a while now, and it must feel amazing to be in such demand. How do you make it all fit into your schedule, considering all of the platforms your fans can find you on? Um, you make time. (laughs) (laughs) In being so busy, you have a lot of avenues where your fans can find you. You're on Sex Panther, Benny Vids, Loyal Fans, OnlyFans, Chatterbait. How do you do all of this along with all of the studio work that you do? Um, I think, again, you just try to make as much time for what you can as possible. How do you choose what opportunities to 
take on? Because I'm sure with all of the popularity that you are gaining, there are a lot of opportunities and sometimes you may have to say no to something. I think really it's just you have to pick and choose what best fits you and your brand and um, go from there. You've got to work with some popular and established names already in your career. James Angel, Johnny Sins, Donnie Rock, and J-Mac, Raya Sunshine. Do you have a type that you like to work with, especially when it comes to your own content? For my own content, I try to go off of uh, based more on what my fans like to see. Um, so if they're requesting, a, like if there's a whole bunch of people requesting the same person, then I'll try to go and shoot with them because at the end of the day, I want to make my fans happy. When it comes to shooting your own content, when it comes to the people that you are choosing, is there a certain energy or personality that you like? Um, I like to shoot with people who have a good sense of humor, who are fun to work with. Just because, you know, you want to you want to have fun while you're shooting as well. You don't want it to be miserable and you want it to be something you look forward to. Mm-hmm. When you meet people in the industry, do you ever get, for lack of a better term, starstruck? Are there people you're like, I can't believe I get to work with you? Uh, I feel like whenever I shot, well, whenever I did content with Rhea Sunshine, I was it was more Uh, More so that way, Mm -hmm. just because she's awesome, and I was really excited to work with her. I think same for Johnny Sins. Rhea Sunshine is one of the most awesome people I've met in this industry. Yeah, she's awesome. Recently, you did an interview with PornCrush.com, and you said, I'm trying to connect with as many people in the industry as possible. I love asking people for tips and advice. If there's someone I really want to shoot with, I'll message message them on Twitter. I'm not shy. The worst thing they could do is say no. Now, that is good advice all around. You want to put yourself out there to let people know that you are interested in working with them. But when it comes to advice, have you received any good advice? Let's see. So I... I always try to get advice every time I shoot with a new person just because um, I like hearing different input from everybody. But what I would say is just maybe just be yourself, um, you know. It has to be interesting that you hear that from so many different people because there are so many different personalities. And I think viewers almost expect you to be a certain way. But, you know, hearing just be yourself – kind of has to take some weight off of your shoulders for sure it definitely does but i mean i i really enjoy what i do now you have a sex panther account as i mentioned so this means you must have a grade a sexting game now i believe <laughs> that women are much better at it than men What makes your sexting game so good, and what can men do to be better at it? Um, So whenever, I mean, I like to just have fun with it or uh, pretend that I'm actually, you know, really talking to this person. As far as how can guys be better at it, I feel like that's a hard question um, because just on Sex Panther, I catered to so many different, like, fantasies. So it really just depends. Mm -hmm. 
you were in Las Vegas for the AVN AEE convention. You were signing at the 101 modeling booth. How was that week for you? I honestly had the best time. Um, it was it was really good. I got to walk around and make a bunch of new connections, meet a bunch of people. There were stars there um, that I got to see. And then I, I kind of went a little bit fangirl. <laughs> but uh, I had a really good time. Mm-hmm. May I ask who you were fangirling over? I saw Kazumi at one of the after parties, and I went and said hi. I'm a big fan of hers. I really like her work. Yeah, if you're going to be a fan of someone, that is definitely a good one to be a fan of. So when it comes to the after parties, were you good about you know keeping a limit in place because you know you are there to network maybe shoot content meet fans are you able to kind of keep a cap on you know not going too crazy yeah i mean uh for the most part uh i try to you know i always uh stay professional uh still have a good time meet new people build connections all that stuff mm mm-hmm. A few months back, you had a scene for MILF.com release, and the press release said a new scene from MILF.com is part of its new MILF series and stars Alexa Payne alongside Bobby Beefcakes. The scene begins with Payne being interviewed, but things quickly become physical as she and Beefcakes undress. Now, if I knew that was an option, no, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Uh, when it comes to the types of scenes and films that you'd like to be a part of, what do you hope the future brings? Do you hope that it's more acting and more dialogue to kind of show your range? What do you like to shoot? Um, so when I first got into it, um, I really wasn't the best at acting. I'm still working on it, trying to get better. Um, but I really actually enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. Um, I really like doing more cinematic stuff. So I'm hoping as my career progresses that I'll be doing more of that. When it comes to the more cinematic, do you like comedy? Do you like drama or would you like to do both? I mean, it would be cool to do everything. Mm -hmm. Do you think you could play a really good bad guy? Um, <laughs> I think I could if I, if I really wanted to, mm, I don't know if I could, I don't know if I have that personality in me. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you had your own showcase, what would your vision of it be? Like what kind of scenes would you like to have in it? Would it have an overarching theme? Like if you close your eyes and, and picture it, what do you see? I mean, I would try to do a little bit of everything. Just so that whenever you, you came to my page, there's something for everybody on my page. Now, you recently signed with the Lee Network for feature dancing. I am a big fan of seeing performers on the feature circuit. If I were to see you on stage, what would I expect from your show? Um, I always try to put on a good show. Um, I always try to make sure the energy is high. So I guess just you would expect to have a good time. Mm -hmm. Are you one that is putting on a real floor show? Is it more about you interacting with the people sitting at the stage? Is it both? I would say it's a little bit of both. Mm -hmm. 
So where are you hoping to feature dance? Is this something where you're going to go across the country if possible, or are you going to look for certain markets? Um, I would say, if the, I mean, if the opportunity presented itself, I would definitely like to do that. I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, but I honestly just love performing. And I would imagine in being that performer, once again, this is just something you're adding to your schedule like i don't know how performers do it i really don't yeah i think that um i mean i don't know i thought that when i first started um in the industry that i would just do like one scene but i ended up liking it um and feeling comfortable doing it and now i like i try to do it as much as i can (laughs) You were an athlete before you got into the industry, uh, being a sprinter and a runner. Do you think that has helped you in being physically prepared for doing adult work and feature dancing? Um, Well, whenever I used to do that, it was like a long time ago, like in high school. Um, But I was dancing before I did feature dancing. Um, I used to dance before I was in the industry. So I think that definitely uh, helps a lot. Beyond the sexy stuff that you do, how do you stay fit and active for your career? Um, I mean, I try to work out at least four days a week. What kind of workouts are they? I used to see a personal trainer, but I travel a lot, so it's kind of hard to have a personal trainer now. So if I'm like if I'm on the road or whatever and there's not a gym available, I'll just go jog around the neighborhood and just stuff like that. One of the things that I really enjoy doing with my interview guests is looking at their social media and ask them questions about certain posts that they have made. Are you willing to answer a couple of questions about some Twitter posts? Sure. So very recently you said, I want to do a reverse gangbang so, so bad. And why is that? Um, I think ever since I did uh, my first bang bus, um, I've always been been a fan. Um, but I used to really like the reverse gang, the reverse bang buses, um, just because I think they're so much fun. They're so funny, and it would just be really fun to recreate that mm-hmm. with a bunch of girls. Do you have people that? you have in your mind to do something like this or is it just kind of open opportunity? You know what? Um, I actually don't, but uh, I think it would be more fun to just get a bunch of people who, who are into it, who would want to do it. Now the next one I want to ask you about, you wrote, I keep sucking after he nuts. What am I? Now, I don't know how I feel about this because that I just like it gives me the shivers just thinking about it. How did this person react to that? Um, I mean, they didn't seem to mind. Wow. I give them a lot of credit. <laughs> I, I, I get too sensitive. But just, oh, I, I'm getting the shivers. Wow. <laughs> so the next one I want to ask you about, you wrote. Been shooting so much lately, I spit on my hot dog before I eat it. Now, that is just good comedy. I really like that. You know you're shooting too much when it just becomes a habit to spit on your hot dog. That's right. (laughs) You've had some releases 
already this year. And from MILF.com, you had a scene that was titled Tigress on the Loose, and it was with Danny Mountain. And he was looking for his lost cat, and of course, the sex ensues. So my question is, did you find the cat? <laughs> Um, I no, we never found the cat, unfortunately. Damn it! It's, it I hope that's going to be in the sequel because I hate loose ends. I know. <laughs> now you actually have a pin tweet on your Twitter account, and you have a statement that says, "Where's the craziest place you had sex? Mine is the family bathroom at the airport." I can't wait to see everyone's answers. Why the family bathroom? That is that, that is very brave, to be honest. <laughs> um, honestly, I was with my boyfriend at the time, and we were both kind of horny, um, and we were just looking around. And uh, he opened the door and was like, well, no one's in here. And I was like, well, I mean, I guess, yeah, you're right. How many times do you ever see anybody trying to go into the family bathroom? Like, never. So I just figured, yeah, we'll just go in there and fuck around and no one's going to walk in on us. That's a little pro tip for everybody listening. <laughs> <laughs> so did you get any good answers from anybody? Um, you know what? I did not expect that um, tweet to go cr as crazy as it did, but there was a lot of interesting ones. <laughs> yeah, I think if you give people the opportunity to brag, they're going to take it. Of course. Right. <laughs> but because this is me interviewing you, I'm not going to do that. So your last tweet that I would like to ask you about, you wrote, airplane bathrooms are my favorite place to take selfies of my boobs. Now, I'm beginning to think you may have an airplane and airport fetish, but what is it about airplane bathrooms that works for your boob selfies? Um, you know, that's pretty, that's a good question. Um, that's pretty funny. I don't know. Uh, airplane bathroom. I think that's more just, you know, it's different. Um, it's more fun because how many, like, how often do you get to go take selfies of your tits in an airplane bathroom? You're not wrong. Uh, though, though, I don't know if anyone wants to see my boobs. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> So what does the future hold for you? Is it mainly going to be shooting your own content and shooting for studios? Do you see yourself doing any of the conventions through the year? Do you have any other projects? What does 2023 have for you? Um, you know what? Um, 2023, I would like, I want to shoot as much as possible. Um, I'm moving from Texas to Florida so I can shoot more. So I'm hoping um, that I'll be shooting a lot more. I get to work with certain people that I really want to work with. And yeah, I'm just excited to see what's going to happen. Are you good with moving? Because I know a lot of people that get very stressed out with moving. Um, right now. So I actually hate the process of actually moving. <laughs> um, but I am really excited to move. I've been in Texas my whole life. So I think that it's going to be really, really good. Well, I wish you the best of luck in your move, and I wish you the best of luck moving forward. It was wonderful to be able to speak with you one more time. Could you please tell everybody where they could find you online and on social media? 
Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Um, on social media, my Twitter is Alexa, like Amazon, and then Payne XX. Very, very nice. So once again, it was wonderful to be able to speak with you. Good luck with everything in the future. And hopefully down the road, I will see you at a convention. Awesome. Yeah, I would love that. Come say hi for sure. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me.